Welcome to the Joyful Journey podcast. If you're looking for more clarity in your life, clarity of purpose or how to activate that purpose, and you are someone who wants to operate from your highest self to be a force for good you know this world craves, then this is the show for you. I'm Anita Adams, your host and guide to finding clarity and creating a life you love. Let's tap into our inner wisdom, access our highest self, and unleash joy. As we do this, we raise our vibration and heighten the collective consciousness. And that, my friend, is the joyful journey. Let's dive in. Hey, Joyful Journey, Anita Adams here, your host. And today I am pleased to introduce you to Anne-Marie Thrives. Anne-Marie is a coach, trainer, speaker, and author who specializes in empowering women and entrepreneurs towards confidence, well-being, and purpose by helping them from the inside out. She says, bringing understanding of who we were created to be deep within brings courage and strength to accomplish our purpose. I love this. And this is what we're going to be talking about today, how to understand who we were created to be. But first, welcome. Welcome, Anne-Marie. Thank you for being here today. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Yeah. It's great. great. Glad we, we got connected and uh, you're doing some wonderful work in the world and helping your clients. And I think we're going to have a, a really interesting conversation today. But before we dive into the theme of understanding who we were created to be, I want to know more about your journey. And I understand you suffered from spinal and traumatic brain injur injuries. And, and I gather from some of the information that you shared with me that 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 triggered a turning point in your life. Mm -hmm. can, you, uh, can you tell us what happened and how that led to the work you are doing today? So when I was in my mid-20s, I was on my way to moving to a new apartment. I had just gotten a, a new job. Um, I had been there for a few months. I was like a temp, but it was um, it was related to my degree, which was administrative um, uh, administrative and management. And so, um, so I was so excited to be able to, you know, pack up my car and, and move. And, and while I was moving, um, uh, one of the wheels I had borrowed, um, my dad's, uh, big car. So I wouldn't have to, cause I had a little sports car. So, you know, you can't fit much in the trunk of that. <laughs> so I took his car to, um, to just have fewer trips and, I guess the the wheel fell off while I was traveling and I lost control of the car and eventually, you know, it took me back and forth and eventually up a tree and, you mm. know, hit the tree, rolled over the whole thing. So I woke up and I was, they took me in an ambulance to the hospital and, uh, and that's when, you know, they did some tests and found that, that I had, uh, um, I had uh, broken one of the bones in, in my um, thoracic spine, which is right around like the bra line, the bra line right around there. And it, blessing though, because it was a, a clean break straight across like this and the bone mm -hmm. went in this way, but it was an eighth of an inch from severing the spine. And so, um, you know, it, it was, it was uh, interesting to say the least. And so that just kind of started a whole, um, you know, there was also traumatic brain injury with that. So just learning how to, you know, I was 
paralyzed for quite some time, but just learning how to, you know, walk again, uh, the, the mental, um, commands that we don't even think about, you know, when we walk, when we talk, when we move our feet, move our toes, you know, those are just um, common responses to, you know, hey, I want to walk across the room and your body just does that. Whereas, hey, I want to walk across the room. Um, Do I have enough of a balance in my checkbook? (laughs) Based on the deposits that I've made, am I going to be overdrawn halfway through? Um, And so it just that's how kind of my life became for quite some time. Um, until I retrained myself to do the basic things that I used to take for granted. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And there were a lot of years of, uh, I call them migraine years <laughs> where I would have like really bad migraines and just be out for the count for a while. So it's been a long journey, but a blessed one as well, because I just learned, um, new ways to, to, to uh, handle life, which Mm. actually ended up being better than they were, than I was before, you know, being more cognizant of having to, you know, if you can just move your finger or do whatever, which is great. And you don't think about it. It's, it's one thing and that's great. But when you have to think about it, a whole level of, um, transcendence, if Mm. you want to call it, that Mm -hmm. comes in, you know, because now you have to be present. You have to be there. You have to tell yourself, I got to do this. How can, what's the best way to do this? If I walk this way, it's going to require less energy as opposed to me walking that way. And, you know, while I'm at it, can I carry something with me that's not too heavy so I don't have to walk back? So it just kind of became this, Mm. you know, mental journey of, you know, how can we best, I don't want to say tackle, but how can we best get through this situation? You know, Mm. what's the best way? for me to do that. And that was just became a daily thing. You know, it sounds like um, being having to be learn to be very intentional with everything. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. And there's a lot of learning and and a gift that comes from that intention. So I I get what you're saying. Like if you take things for granted for so long, and now all of a sudden you have to be so intention, intentional with just picking up a cup, or like you say, moving across the room. And then that teaches you to be intentional with other areas in your life and how, what a blessing that can be really. Cause we, many of us move through life, through life, not really aware or not being intentional with our, our actions and our thoughts. That's yeah. interesting. There's also a, a, a sense of, um, I started assessing things you know, measuring them in a way, um, not, not in an analytical way, but, you know, a lot of times we'll do something, we won't think about it. And then later on, we'll be like, ah, I wish I hadn't done that. But intentionally having to think about literally, can I make it across the room? If I pee now, (laughs) am I going to be able to take a shower later? Cause I have to walk back to the bathroom, you know, that kind of thinking, um, Mm -hmm. just kind of led me to, you know, um, I mean, not a life of perfection because nothing is ever going to be perfect. And I just want to say that up front, no amount of measuring things out and numbering things is going to make things perfect. And we have to give ourselves the grace that, you know, even the best of planners can make mistakes, you know, and you just, even engineers, they will allow for that, you know, little pivot because you know, it's going to happen. You know, even when you're building a building, you have to, you have to, um, 
allow for that, um, for that growth, for that separation, for that, you know, settling in, you know? Mm -hmm. And so as you're making your plans, realize that it's great to make the plans, but it's also great to be able to recognize when, Hey, as we're moving along and we're walking along, um, you know, listening to the situation, listening to ourselves and seeing, do I continue here or is there a better way? That mm-hmm. that was how I kind of started approaching things mm-hmm. because I had to. And mm-hmm. now I look back and I think, you know, um, I'm grateful for those times. Like, you know, when, when I had, um, I also had uh, breast cancer a few years ago. I, I had the honor of uh, taking care of my dad before he passed away here in my home and, um, you know, dealing with uh, uh, day to day, I'm here, but I'm not here uh, kind of situation, you know, mentally speaking and, and, um, and, and hearing great stories. And then right after that, right after he passed a couple months later was when I got diagnosed, but um just, I look back at that time because my husband was home taking care of me. And so it was us in one room during the day, because even when I came home from the hospital, the type of surgery that I had, I had no core and I had no arm strength. So my first morning waking up in my own bed, I was like, oh my God, the hospital bed did everything for me. What am I going to do now? Because I can't roll over. I can't get up. I can't. And I'm one of those, you know, I want to do it myself. I don't want to bother him. And he was there, but you know, and, and all of a sudden it was like, Hey, your dad's chairs in the other room, you know, cause he had a recliner. So we started in, and that was my hospital bed. So we started in there and just, I look back at those times, conversations we had, you know, just everything that happened. And I chose like my brain is looking at those things as opposed to all the stitches, all of the, you know, I don't know everything that, you know, went with that, the stitches opening up, those, the scars not healing. I, I don't see mm-hmm. that. I look back and I see, Hey, this was where my dad went home. This is where I spent time with my husband. This is where we bonded. This is where, you know, we decided that, you know, he's not going to go back to that job anymore. I'm going to do this, 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 and that, you know, and we, we can make it and we're going to make different life choices so we could be together more and have better lives as opposed to, you know, just all of the good things that came out of it is what I'm looking at as opposed mm-hmm. to you know, it, um, it's a choice, isn't it? You know, it like is. you can choose to focus on the things that the hardships, the pain, mm-hmm. the suffering, the the losses, or we can choose to focus on what are the lessons that I'm learning from this? How am I growing? What are, where can I take this? You know, how can I create the life I really want despite the challenges that I'm having and where can I step into my best self? And that, that takes a real certain mindset to you take the loss and the only the only reason to go back to a loss is to take the lesson out of it Mm, I like that not to go back and put yourself in that place so you can relive that grief and pain because that 
brings trauma to your mind and it starts to cause a crease in the brain where it goes back to that crease. But if you're just looking back, it's kind of like driving, you know, you're always looking forward. You're only looking backwards in the rear view mirror just to make sure everything's mm-hmm. okay. You're not staring back there and turning your head and you know what I mean? You're just quickly looking. Mm-hmm. Everything's okay. I'm going to keep going. And if we look at, you know, look at it, life that way what was the lesson you know Mm. okay I lost that but what was the lesson and then you keep going then you don't relive the keep reliving the grief right I I like that analogy of you know look you look in the rear view mirror just to check out what's going on back there and then back to your focus looking forward where you're going and I wrote what happens you crash yeah, otherwise you crash. Back there too right. long, right? Yeah, that's behind you. It's not going to serve you. Yeah. yeah. I like what you said, though. Um, the only reason to go back to the loss is to take the lesson from it. I think that's very powerful. Um, the only reason to go back to the loss is to take the lesson from it. So thank you for sharing that. The next question I have for you, and, and how do you overcome physical and mental limitations? that may be holding you back from stepping into your purpose. Okay. So for me, um, I learned through a lot of heartache and frustration and there was a lot of hopelessness, you know, um, until I realized that, you know, Hey, there's a possibility for me to walk. I mean, I'm always looking for the silver lining and coming from a place of hope instead of a place of despair because when we come from a place of hope, our body is open to receive, our mind is open to receive, our body is open to receive. And so um, say say you get some bad information and you come from a place of hopelessness, right away, your mind kind of opens up and it starts, okay, I see the situation. Um, I know there's a way for me to solve it. I know that there's a way um, that, that I can can get help on this, you know? And so now your mind starts searching for that help as opposed to woe is me. I can't believe this is happening to me. I can't believe it's happening to me again. And your whole body just goes into this mode. And when you do that, see how like my hands are closed, everything's closed, everything's here. I can't receive anything if my fists are closed, if my mind is closed and my body's shut down. Mm -hmm. And so coming from a place of hope, even in the most hopeless situation, and I've been in a lot of them. So I hope you don't judge me if I take it lightly, you know, like grief. We lost 17 people in 18 months, you know, quite a few of them were key people in my life. So when I heard that so-and-so had cancer or so-and-so had this or so-and-so had that, instead of jumping into the grave with them, it's an Italian thing from long ago, you know, you, you stay up here and, and you, and you, Try to continue in the best way that you can. No judgment because grief is like a fingerprint. Nobody, no two fingerprints are the same. People process differently. But processing and moving forward, even if it's just the tiniest step, like, hey, I got up this morning and I took a shower. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes it's hard for people. But recognizing those little tiny wins and continuing to keep going, even if it's you know, sometimes I felt like a robot. Um, but until I got myself to the point where I can do this now, 
every day. I can get up and I can take a shower because I did it yesterday. I'm going to do it again today. So practicing those habits that are going to bring you peace, that are going to bring you hope, and that are going to bring you strength is something that we that I did on a, on a daily basis. That's how I got myself out is, is learning not to curse things as soon as they happen. Like, oh my God, you know, there's two different ways to say that. It's that way or, oh my God, please help me. Cause then the peace comes, the answer comes. Mm -hmm. There's, there's an opportunity to receive when you're in that mode as Mm -hmm. opposed to, and I, you know, again, no judgment. I lived a lot of fear, fearful years to where I just really thought that, you know, God and the universe were against me because I mean, it wasn't just one car accident. There was multiples, you know? A few, just as I felt like I was starting to come out of one, another one would happen. Like, I think this, the, the second one happened 10 years later. And then five years after that, um, just got over one just now in January, brand new car, you know, sitting in traffic, somebody hit me from behind 55 miles an hour while I'm at zero. So I can sit here and I could be like, oh my God, not again. And just go from there. Or I could say, what's my next best step? And that's something that we can all do in life because when you come from that, oh, it, it just, there's something that happens to us physically and mentally that keep us from the answer longer than we need to be. Well, first let me express my deepest condolences for the loss that you've experienced in your life. Um, that's never easy and to have have so many people that you care about pass and in a short period of time, that's, um, it's not, that's hard. And I, you know, I, I feel that I feel the, how that sits on the heart and, um, and then being able to carry on and, and keep, keep going forward and, and being somebody that wants to make a difference in the lives of others. You know, so thank you for being that person, for being the light and sharing your story and wanting to provide messages of hope and resilience and, you know, love. I think, you know, you, you're you talking about that, that place of expansion, that heart that is open to receive. And that is, that is a place of, of love, right? That's a place of, of being in love for what is and for who you are and even in the the state of you know like being angry at god the universe like why is this happening again you may have those moments and then you step back and you say you know what is mine to learn here and you allow you allow um, the messages to come in. Do you do you have um, a personal practice that helps you open your heart to receive? Um, I I have several things that I do. My first is is getting quiet. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just getting quiet. Maybe getting myself a cup of tea and just sitting and being quiet mm-hmm. and letting what's happening just really let it sit with me Mm -hmm. so that I can process it and keeping my mouth shut. Cause I find that when I, you know, when I ramble, (laughs) especially when it first happens, you know, which is is one of the things that I talk about in my, um, I have a a book coming out. Um, 
is one of the most important things because our words are very important. That's how the universe was created. And so whatever words come out, they could be words of blessing or words of cursing Mm -hmm. and everything else follows. And so not damning the situation, you know, but just letting it, okay, who, who else has experienced this that can help me, you know, where there's an answer for everything there really truly is. And, and coming, like you said, from that place of love and, um, you know, did I handle each person's passing the same way? No, I didn't. You know, when my brother passed, uh, you know, towards the end of 2020, I handled that way differently than I handled other things. Um, and so, you know, that grace again of Mm -hmm. stepping back, looking at the situation, what things can I handle and what things can't I handle? Cause you know, there's some things that we can do when something happens. Um, and there's Mm -hmm. next best steps instead of just steps, you know, um, for me, that was another way to handle things is just kind of looking around, assessing the situation who's affected, Mm -hmm. you know, how can I help? Yeah, I I want to, I just want to pause for a second and, and um, reflect on a couple things that you've said, because I think they're really powerful. Um, Let it sit with me, you know, like, so you're not pushing away the hurt, the pain, the the anger, you're allowing yourself to sit with it. And I think that that is really key. We tend to want to push our our negative feelings away and run away from them, hide from them, ignore them, pretend that they don't exist, you know, and society in part teaches us to do that because, you know, like our, and particularly in today's age with social media and, and these highlight reels of beautiful things that are happening all the time that we are told that we we have to be happy all the time you know and and it's it's not true we need to in i believe in in order to get to that place of feeling good we also we have to first allow ourselves the, the opportunity to process what is going on and a, another thing you said uh, that i want to present and you've said it a few times is give myself grace and i think that's a really important thing for the joyful journey or the audience listening to hear that we need to give ourselves grace. And you meant you talked about that before we got on the call as well. I think it's really powerful. That's a really powerful message to give yourself grace. Mm-hmm. And that's time to be kind to yourself, right? So I really love that. Um, stepping back, looking at the situation, asking yourself, asking yourself, what are the next What's the next best step? We don't need to have it all figured out. We just need to figure out that next best step, the one thing. And that's giving, that's giving ourselves grace. It's not having what we were talking about earlier, that map all figured out. It's the one step, one step. All I need to do is take that one step today. And that might be getting out of bed, like you said, right? Yeah, that's that's how the habits, I, I call it habit stacking, other people do. But um, for me, for instance, like COVID, my husband and I rocked COVID. We went to bed at 10 o'clock at night, you know, um, because 10 to 6, circadian rhythm, you know, all of these things, get up, work out, take a shower, take off your dirty pajamas, put on your clean ones, you know. <laughs> and so it, it, I just kind of 
I've heard this thing called, you know, just go pee. So I started developing where um, I've never been a lay in bed person um, and I'm not condemning anyone that is. So what I'm trying to say is that next best step. Well, I'm just going to get up and go pee now. And, you know, if you're the type of person that wants to, for me, right, I want to get up and I want to work out in the morning. I got to the point where, you know, I psych myself. I'm just going to go to the bathroom. Um, and then, uh, from going to the bath. So what did I do? I developed habits. Mm -hmm. I, I got up, I told myself, I'm just going to go to the bathroom to the point where all of my workout stuff is now ready. It's in my workout room. My headphones are there. My water's there. Everything. Thing that I could possibly, I'm eliminating the excuses. I don't have the right clothes. My headphones are un, uh, uncharged. You know, I got no water. Uh, just <laughs> getting angry at the little things, you know. But if you if you eliminate the excuses, right? Then and and if you know there's going to be excuses, then you account for them and you start eliminating them so that there aren't any anymore. And I get again, I'm not talking about perfection. I'm talking about preparation. Yeah. You know, um, to where all of my stuff is in the other room, my my shoes, everything's in there. I go in there, I put everything on, my water's there, turn it on, work out, take a shower. I don't have to think about it because then. I don't want to work out today. I'm going to lay in bed longer. I I don't, you know, there's this whole other process when you're not prepared as opposed to, you know, I'm not wasting half an hour trying to figure out if I'm still going to work out or not. I'm already on the machine for half an hour and halfway through, right? right? I've, I've so been there where, you know, <laughs> lying in bed, you know, cause I said the night before I'm, you know, tomorrow I'm going to work out first thing in the morning. I'm going to start that. And I lie in bed and I'm like, I'm not up yet. I'm not getting up yet. I'm not, you know? but so I like this technique, just yeah. go pee, you know, so yeah. that's getting you out. Of, I'm just going to go. That's the first, that's the step. That's yeah. the one step. I'm just going to go it's pee. Like, now you're up and now you pee. see your workout gear. <laughs> I'm just going to wash my hands, you know, maybe I'll wash my face. That'll wake me up. Oh, my clothes are right there. So it's like, there's this, it's a different process. Same thing as what we were talking about before where you're closed as opposed to I'm um, open, you know, I'm just going to go pee. That's know? so great. I love that. I, I think I, maybe we'll call this episode, just go pee. <laughs> Just go pee. Yeah. But literally that's that's what I did, you yeah. know. But then, you know, things happened and there were less days of just go pee. And I gave myself the grace to to do that because yeah. it's a different time now. It's a different season. You know, trees have to die before spring comes, you know, leaves have to regrow. And that's how we have to treat ourselves. Yeah, you know, absolutely. give ourselves permission to not be perfect because yeah. No one situation or person ever is. And I think that because we're, you know, especially women, we're just, you know, we want everything and everybody to be okay. Deep down inside, we're, we're just made that way, no matter what personality type you are. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and so you just come from this. And even as we talked about before with the highlight reels, you don't, you don't judge yourself by somebody else's great day. You judge yourself by how you lived your life. Mm -hmm. What's the sum total of your life? You know, are there mistakes? Yeah, but it, the grass is never greener on the other side. You know, Susie Q's life isn't better than yours because it's not your life. Yeah. 
Yeah. Awesome. And Gosh, the big you know, I, I love all this stuff that you're sharing. I think some of my uh, big takeaways, um, give yourself grace, give yourself grace, uh, let it sit, you know, process, um, think about the next, just the one next step and just go pee, just go pee. That's all you need to do to move forward. <laughs> you know, the day that I got into my accident, I had, I had extra coffee in the morning. Cause I'm like, you know, and I, I was an espresso girl back then. And I'm not talking a two shot. I'm talking like a cup this big, probably four or six. So two of those. Okay. Wow. And I'm lying there on the table. And I said to the nurse, I said, can I get up? I really have to pee. I had a little extra coffee this morning. And she touched my, my shoulder and she said, sweetheart, she said, I'm so sorry, but there's a big chance that if you even move wrong from this table, you're, there's a chance you'll never walk again. So, <gasps> and I was like, uh, okay, I'll hold it or I'll pee my pants, right. you know? So that just go pee for me has it's got a bit of punch, doesn't it? Holy smokes. Wow. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't have had that extra cup this morning, you know, <laughs> but I, I was starting to say before, um, real quick is that, you know, bullying, there's a lot of bullying around, um, just in, in, in a, and I don't mean just kids on a playground. I mean, life, you know, if you're not mm -hmm. using this product or that product or, mm -hmm. you know, whatever, but don't bully yourself. There's, yeah. you know, yeah. we, we tend, we tend to, in our mind say, Oh, why did you do that? Or, mm -hmm. you know, there there's cause for that sometimes, but don't bully yourself, you know, love yeah. yourself, come from a place of love, come from a place of hope, come from a place of, even if you screwed up, that thing is going to turn itself right. And if you come from that place, you know, it'll just open the world for you. Yeah. That's beautiful. Thank you so much, Emery. And um, you, you've given us so many uh, little nuggets of wisdom to, to think about today. So thank you. If anybody wanted to work with you or connect with you or learn more about you, what's the best way for them to contact you? Uh, my website, wethriveatlife.com, W-E-T-H-R-I-V-E-A-T-L-I-F-E. Uh, -E -E, and I came up with that um, on the year of my surgery that was coming up October, as you know, is breast cancer awareness month. And the word survivor was annoying me to no end. And finally, I just sat there, like I said before, I'm with my little cup of tea and I'm like, God, why is this annoying me so much? And I don't like to keep stuff in because mm -hmm. that's not good either. You know, you got to let things go. Why is it annoying me so much? And I just felt, you know, the Holy Spirit say to me, I came here to give you life so that you could thrive, not survive. And so that's where We Thrive mm -hmm. at Life was born because we're here to thrive, not to just survive and make it through each day. So wethriveatlife.com. I have a YouTube channel, We Thrive at Life, um, and um, Anne-Marie Thrives on Facebook. Awesome. Thank you. We'll make sure we include that in the in the show notes. And thank you so much for being so open and vulnerable and sharing um, your journey with us and your wisdom. And Joyful Journeyer, thank you for, for tuning in. If uh, if you like this episode, please leave a you know rate and review or share it with somebody. The more we do that, the more uh, likelihood that our messages can reach larger and larger people. And our our objective is to raise the collective consciousness. And that that helps that starts by tuning in and learning to understand yourself. So yes. 
Yes, we are. All right, everyone, have a fabulous day, and, uh, and we'll catch you next time. Bye, Joyful Journey. Thank you for joining me on the Joyful Journey podcast. If anything resonated for you from today's show, or if you are looking for more clarity in your life, clarity of purpose, or how to activate that purpose, then head over to joyfuljourney.ca and become a member of our community. We'll start by sending you a free download of our three guiding principles to inner wisdom, which will give you a great foundation for finding the clarity you are seeking. And you'll become part of a growing community of people who are raising the collective consciousness. So head over to joyfuljourney.ca and I look forward to connecting with you directly.